go. All right, the mics are on. Glasses are full. It's time for the Craft Beer Ballers. How you doing today, Kevin? I'm doing fine, man. What's going on out there? Uh, all, not much. All the way out there, 10, 10 miles away from me. <laughs> all the way out. It's like, it, it's like Mac, Max Beyond Thunderdome now, man. It's like crazy. <laughs> like, it, even though we're like not that far away, it feels like, a, it feels like an ocean. <laughs> so, and even though Long it's further hugs. London, you does. You know, it's further away is our, our guest today, Justin from Drink Local Florida. How are you doing today, Justin? I'm doing great, guys. How are you? Doing great. Like, you're even further away. You're literally all the way in, like, Bradenton, right? Yeah, I'm just south of the Skyway. So, I mean, I'm not too far, but, you know, there's a bridge between us. So, kicking mm-hmm. it out of Manatee. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. See. So, yeah. There's a whole bridge down there. It's like a, a far away. It's like it's really not that far away. I mean, I think Bradenton, honestly, from where I sit right now, Bradenton's probably about know, like 40 minutes, 40, 45. Yeah. It's about 45 minutes away. Well, I, go all the I way. made a ton, a ton of trips to Bradenton uh, as an adolescent. Uh, my, my my father had an aunt that was out there. It was elderly, and I got to say, the last three times I've been to Bradenton were easily the most exciting times I've ever had. <laughs> i know i know that's the thing i kind of meant we always had some uh, we've gone for we've done a few shows down there and yeah we've got some we've got a, it's been a mixed bag but we've had a couple really good shows like our three keys shows are always awesome yeah those are the last ones they're always great to us yeah 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 that's good yeah it's um you know there's there's a lot here now you know um it used to kind of just be Motorworks and Darwin for a while, and, and that's kind of out west in Bradenton, and mm-hmm. now there's more kind of moving in, uh, more in like the like Lakewood Ranch, east, like closer to I-75. Yeah, okay. Corporate ladders is, is so clutch, because they're like, it doesn't matter, you know, where you live, if you can get to I-75, you can get to Corporate Ladder, you know, pretty quickly. I mean, they're literally, once you exit, they're right there, yeah. they're the first turn. So, that's yeah. the ideal place to be, especially yeah, if you're trying to pull people from up north. Such yeah. a good spot. And it, it's a new spot. Like that land had to be, that rent has to be a lot less expensive than, you know, most of the other like developed areas. This is like, it's, it's a brand new area. So yeah, yeah, for Not sure. Yet, but, uh, but they're building some new neighborhoods. So we'll, we'll grow. Well, then, yeah. Exactly. They got something in your glass there, man. What you drinking? Yeah. Uh, Check in. Up, I know you said the glasses are full. My glass is just about done, but um, big top, uh, caramel brownie brown. Brown ale. Nice. With the crab oh, man. Opened a while ago. And I got a, when I'm done with this, I have a Calusa Brewing Happy Colors uh, double IPA. Oh, nice. So that sounds so good. That does sound yeah, good. I could use good. some dippers in my fridge right now. Oh, yeah. man. I c- yeah, I started off with this brown ale. It's like sub 5% ABV, but this this is uh, eight and a half. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the power move. So I'm crushing a ten percenter from our friends uh, up in uh, Delaware. Nice. Uh, this is their Syrah infused Imperial Stout. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Gotten some serious red wine smell. Okay. Wow. Wow. Way more than I was expecting. Yeah, they like to do that. They like they like grape based wine based stuff. Like they like the experiment. They're one of the few that seem to like to experiment with that type of stuff. Ooh. How is it? Complex. It's yeah. complex. Um, <laughs> uh, not as much body as I was kind of expecting, but I mean, there is some, but, but it's, it's just, it's complex. Um, I, I guess I, I think about things I really like in an Imperial Stout, um, but this just kind of feels like I'm drinking like a really 
I feel like I had like a half mouthful of a really big bold red, and then I just took a swig of Imperial Stout. Oh wow! Uh, so so having them having them both together, it's it's a little bit of a fight. Um, yeah, it's good though. Like uh, in that you're not you're not going to replicate that flavor. Yeah, <laughs> like I wouldn't try to homebrew this. How's that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I feel like a lot of the stuff that Dogfish Head does, it's very much like it's it's like their own brand of weird. Yeah, you know? it's it's kind of like a unique. It's like a piece of art. It's like it's a piece of art that someone made, not really intending on getting to be printed and sold. So yeah. therefore, it's like, well, this is just this is just what I felt that day, and I did it. And it's kind of it feels like a real true kind of art, like one off. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. It doesn't mean you doesn't mean you really like the painting. You just recognize that someone made a painting and they told you what they did. Yeah, they just did something, some piece of art that it exhibit exhibit worthy. Maybe not. It's not. It's not well, those because of who the artist is. I would call it exhibit worthy. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it's also because he probably owns the he owns the whole museum too. Probably so. It's uh, in his museum. Yes, yes. But yeah. is it good? Yeah, you know, it's it's good and it's interesting and I. I cannot compare this to another beer. I can't think of another beer I've had that's similar to this. Yeah. So no, I appreciate that. Like, even if it's not a home run, you know, it's like, would you like, what if like, think about music, like what if every song was just yeah. like a pop song, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, like you got to kind of balance that. Like we got to make output that's going to be popular, but we also want to experiment and push the envelope and try new things and, and be different. And, I agree. You know, oh yeah. Well, it's, it's those outliers that, kind of stretched the industry i mean in every facet in music and you know and 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 um in literature or whatever it's it, tv tv and movies yep. you know it, it's those yeah. things that like at the time you're looking at it like okay this is really weird but then like maybe no one goes out as far as that but then right. they'll stretch out further, you know, yeah. and then eventually you'll have styles that you didn't really necessarily had before, you know, because of that one thing. Yeah, so. How many things do you look back on years later and say, hey, they were really ahead of their time. You know, people weren't ready for that then. Like if that came out. Yeah, well, especially how old they are. Yeah, yeah. I agree. <laughs> yeah, that's, well, that's what's crazy about Dogfish Head is they don't have to experiment no. at all. No, but, but that's their deal. They don't have to. Yeah, you know, like, anyone who hasn't watched it, who's watching this, I mean, Beer Wars. Just go, just go and watch Beer Wars, and you'll you'll get. I, I think that's about as honest of a documentary as you're going to get, and related to the beer industry, and it gives you, I think, some really good insight as to what it's like to be a craft brewer. What it was definitely what it was like, say, 20, 30 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Craft brewer, yeah. And what the industry was like, and what they were, how they treated them. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, for sure. I think for people sure. don't give Sam Adams enough credit in that regard. Yeah, I agree. He really, they really had to push through yep. it, uh, you know, any traction. So yeah, I, they're a little bit, they're a little bit more true to, I think, like, hey, we want to adhere to this type of style, and we want all of our beers to call it fall under this family. And then if you come to our brewery, we'll have a bunch of other things that you probably never tried, and that we think are kind of cool or whatever that our locals maybe yep. like. But I think if unless you're there in market, you kind of have an idea of how what their philosophy is and how they do it. And I feel like I feel like Dogfish Head pushes the limits probably yeah. a lot more than any definitely any brewer that's been around as long as they have. Yeah, uh, yeah. They're, they're the OGs, the, I think, in that. Yeah, that has the rep that they have. You know, I think that's that's the part that's that's crazy. It's outstanding about and man, it, it, it it's it's brave too because dogfish head is big but dogfish head is not as big as sam adams 
Yeah. And they probably could have been. They probably could have been, but they experimented a lot more things. And now they have a couple of flagships that are iconic beers, but like, mm-hmm. you know, they, you know, they also have like a myriad of crazy stuff and they're yeah. a little smaller and, you know, yeah, they're, they're not in every store. 90 minute, 120 minute. That's kind of more of their mainstream stuff, but I mean, they, they do it right. Those, those are so good. No, I agree. Yeah. All right, for sure. All right. So I am drinking the Xander. Xander, baby. The award-winning Xander from uh, from Bay Cans Beer Company, uh, Brewing Company. Um, it's a good hazy. Yeah, it is a hazy. It's you know what? Okay, this is okay. So this is actually really good. And when I first had this, I had it. Um, I I don't know if I had it at when we did our show, and I, I don't think I did actually. I don't, I don't think, think they were brewed it yet. I don't think they were, had brewed it yet. So I'm gonna say the first time I had it was at Brewers Ball, and I was drunk. So like so. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I drank it and I was like, oh, this is good. Okay. It's because it won the IPA award. So it's like, it's like oh, okay, this is good. It's you like, know, I think I kind of remember our conversation and I, I think we probably unfairly compared it to our friends out in Louisiana. Yeah. 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 <laughs> which you don't want to do that. Well, okay. So, so we have a love affair of Justin with Parrish Brewing Company. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I, 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 We're talking about the ghost in the machine. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So one of your top IPAs. Yeah, and so you can't compare it to that. That's like crazy, but it is pretty solid. It's now probably that, the best Florida, New England. Yeah, yeah, it, it's pretty good. It's, I mean, it, it's flavorful, juicy. Um, you know, it's mosaic hops. Um, <laughs> so they, you know, sometimes you use they use some different types of hops, but they, it's all mosaic. Um, okay, I like that the single hop profile. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely got that good hot bitterness and the juiciness and it blends well. So it's not overly juicy. So it's not like a, it's, okay. it's not a juice bomb in that it's okay. like crazy juicy and it's all weird and hazy and weird. And it's yeah, not overly hoppy. Well, that dry finish is one of their go-tos. That's so. where New England's are going. They're getting juicier and juicier and juicier. Oh, yeah. And yeah, they're, they're trying to sell them to the novice beer drinkers, yeah. I feel like. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, get, yeah. Gateway IPAs now. Yeah, it, it's starting to become that way. It's, they're, they're starting to move in that direction. But this is solid, though. This is, this is just a good, solid, hot weather beer. Nice. Enough hop to kind of give you give you some real texture, but it's, still, it's also juicy and it, it, it's thirst quenching. Um, it's, I get to a certain degree, it's crushable, uh, yeah. which, you know, we've talked a lot about crushable beers where you, you want mm-hmm. them to be crushable or not, whatever. It's just crushable and it's good. Yeah. Or, so. or you just you just crush them while you're drinking them and you don't realize you're crushing them. Don't realize it. Yeah. 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 yeah right. Right. They're, they're good or quote dangerous, basically. This is somewhat dangerous because Xander is. Yeah. What's the ABV on that? Yeah, six point five. I mean, that's uh, that's good. That's for. I mean, that's yeah. That's usually not the crushable range, right? The crushable range is usually sub five. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Does it really matter? I think for a hazy, where, where the where the ABV is. I mean, for me, I think of like, what do I want to eat? while I'm drinking it or does it have just too much flavor to think about food? You know, it could be 8%. It could be 4%. I think I wouldn't really care one way or the other. Yeah. When I bought this four pack earlier, I'm sorry, Justin, go on. I was gonna say, there's a lot of beers. I don't want to pair with food. Like, you know, too robust. Kind of like a dogfish head, uh, Syracuse Nera. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe some really, really dark chocolate, like a hundred percent, maybe. Yeah, hey. like a, a dessert pairing. Yeah, I, I, you know, I was thinking more of like what I would have with like a dinner or something. I, was like, no, uh, no, no. I mean, like a, a hazy that has a dry finish. 
I think you can do chicken wings. You can do pizza. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you know, you can do like I mean, it's simple chicken tenders. Yeah. Yeah. I had this with wings earlier in the week and it was actually good. I, I bought this a couple of days ago. So yeah. Um, yeah I, I think as long as it's hot, I think hot food, I think is what you want. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Buffalo wings with like celery, I think would work well. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it works. At Bay Cannon a couple of days ago, I saw, uh, I liked your post about the, uh, like the challenge that, you know, buy from a local brewery challenge. So I'm going to be participating in that soon. I just yes. picked up a bunch of beer. I've really been going about every weekend since the closures happened to, to get a bunch of beers. Um, but uh, I need to take a break for a little while, but I'll be doing, I'll be participating in that very soon, probably this week or by the next weekend. Ah, Got to let that wallet and that liver recover, right? Yeah, no, really. <laughs> yes, I yeah. I think I've $100 at least each time. I, you know what? You will spend way more money going and buying beer at the brewery, especially if it has beer that you like. That, that's yeah. what I've learned. Like, you will spend way more money there because you're going to be like, oh, give me a crowler of that. And give me but a crowler yeah. of that. And, and then because it's all crowlers, I'm, going, I'm burning through right. it, right? Because I'm, I'm, I'm not drinking one at a time. I'm drinking 32 ounces at a time. And yeah. the worst part is when you're by yourself, you're like, okay, I opened this crowler. I'm like, I got to finish it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I have no one here to share with. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it's been crazy. Okay. So, yeah. So, I bought the, I bought like a, the four pack of, of Xander. This yeah. is the last one. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, yeah. This is it. Someone's going in my fridge and stealing my Xanders. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. I know. I have to see what's going on. Check, see, check my daughter, see if she's been taking my. <laughs> <laughs> That's the good thing. <laughs> Bud Light, you don't got to worry about kids stealing, you know, craft beer. It's too much for them. Oh, uh, yeah. shit. Our, our last show, man, I had a chug one. It was four years old. That's how long I've been sitting in my fridge. I was oh, waiting yeah. to cook with it. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, yeah, we had, uh, we, uh, we had, I don't know if you know Dave from Florida Beer Blog. We, he was on our show last Saturday, him and his, uh, his producer of his show. And I guess there's a group called the Sanford Brew Club. Sanford, okay. Sanford yep. Florida, a little North Orlando. Yeah, yeah, by Orlando, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So as we were all indoctrinated into the beer club uh, last Saturday, and as part of their initiation, we had to chug a beer. So um, I, I since this was coming. It seems yeah. to be prefaced with the fact that I was already drinking an Imperial Stout when this happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to chug that. You don't want to no, chug that. No, save that. Enjoy that. Yeah, yeah. So, I, so I got the um, – uh, Coppertail has a, as a lager. I think it's a lager. Yeah, it's a lager that they, it, it's, it's something that they, they make. Um, I got it from ABC and it is actually, it's, it, it actually is really good for good. I, I can actually see it being a good hot weather beer. I chugged it, but you know, like it was, it's easy to chug. It was great. Um, it was, it was like kind of like what, but, but like, or but heavy should be. Yeah. Um, yep. I think but, that's how we yeah. described it. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was pretty solid. So yeah. So we chugged a beer last week. We'll make a chug of beer this week, Justin. We're not going to, Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, no one's getting indoctrined. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, how's that dip up? I, I like it. So this was a four pack and um, I think this is my second to last. I think I have one more after this one. Um, I mean, this is right in Calusa's wheelhouse. Like they, they're, I mean, this is a double, but they're, they're really all about kind of the thick, juicy, hazy IPAs. And I mean, you can see the color in it. Oh yeah. Look at that. Um, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah, dude. It's called Focus. That's like their most famous one. It's really juicy. Um, this one's a little, this one's a little more balanced. I like it. It's, it's, um, I don't know if I'd call it bitter, but, um, but it's definitely strong. It's, it's, um, 
going to look at the hops on it. Motuka, Motueka hops, M-O-T-U-E-K-A. Uh, oh, they come from New Zealand. That's why I'm not really familiar with oh. those. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sounds so like an Indian name. name. Yeah. Um, but it's good. It's good. Um, you know, I, I've, I've really come to like their Citronius. I wouldn't put it up there with their Citronius. Um, but, and actually even their Citronius Double, which I think is called Citronius Big. Okay, um, I've heard of it. I yeah, think. they have like a, a, and they have a big, bigger, and biggest too. Actually, ooh, they go up to a, they go up to a triple. Is Citronius single hop with Citra? Is that where they how they named it? You know what? I honestly don't know. Um, it is with a O, like instead of an A for the Citronius. So I'm, I'm not mm-hmm. sure. I I feel like there's more hops in it. Um, but I'll have to actually look that up. I'm not I'm not t- entirely positive. And how would you classify what you got in your hand? Like, what would you, would you eat with it? Are we talking steak? Or are we talking something totally different, like fried chicken? Or um, definitely on the the white meat side. Um, I could do like a pork loin or okay. um, like a like a seasoned grilled chicken kind of thing. Okay. Lemon pepper kind of chicken. It's a little. This is a little citrusy, but more on the lemon lime side. Okay. So I okay. think that's probably why I'm kind of like leaning that way. But like a pork, like a, a pork loin, or like a like a dry season kind of chicken breast would be pretty good with this. I think. Okay. Yeah. Damn, that sounds good. That sounds amazing. I've I've only had good stuff from Calusa. I really want to get down there. Same yeah, here. I, they're like thirty minutes south of me. Um, I think we had this last conversation last time we talked, and we're like, we we need to co- we need to coordinate. We're gonna go to Calusa. Yeah, Justin's oh, yeah. gonna meet us there. Yep, I'll go. I'll go. Well, I, I, and I think that's kind of what I want to kind of get into. Part of what we want to talk about for the show is the state of breweries in Manatee and Sarasota. Because the one thing I will say about Calusa and Corporate Ladder, I only hear good things. Yeah, and I'm both very good. I've only had good beer from them. And so, like, what's kind of the, I mean, what's the vibe with breweries down there? Are, are things, re, I mean, I, 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 I'm, I'm, excuse my ignorance of whether Manatee and Sarasota County are reopening or not, but are they, you know, are things reopening? How is it, you know? From what I've seen, only the breweries that have an on-site restaurant. So they're, they're, there's no food truck loophole. Like you have to have on-site restaurant sales. So Good Liquid and Three Keys have reopened. Yeah. And Three Keys just reopened on Monday, so that okay. was good. Liquid has food. Yes, they, they started food. making food. Yeah. Yeah, they have. Oh, a okay. They're they're now called Three Keys Brewery and Eatery. Or okay. Cidery and Eatery uh, is like their full name now. But um, you know they they're under they're under new ownership. They got a new owner. Yeah. Um, I want to say all, close to a year now, maybe like the end yep. of last summer, uh, is when that when that happened. Um, yeah. So they've actually changed their menu a little bit. It's um, kind of more focused. Like it used to have, let's just be broader now that it's a little more focused. Uh, more kind of what you would expect on a, like a, like a bar food kind of menu too. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's, it's like, it's basically pizza, burgers, tacos. So everything yeah. they do well. Um, you know. Get your IPAs. Yeah. How's the IPAs? Burger tacos. Oh yeah, they pizza burger tacos. That's the first thing I think of. Like, get your IPA. Oh yeah, yeah or like a drink with it. The yeah. food, pairing the beer with the food. No, exactly. No, they know what they're doing, <laughs> and they got a lot of spicy stuff too to keep you keep you drinking, keep you thirsty. 
Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But they, just, they expanded their patio. So um, I, I heard they're doing 25% seating inside, but they're kind of, I think they're kind of pushing to more beyond the, they have now a front yeah. porch and a back patio. Yeah. Oh, okay. Lots of outside seating now. We talked about this in the last show. We were talking about like, what are some creative things you're going to see breweries start doing? And I think you're going to start seeing an emphasis on trying to take the tasting room outside where you can oh. have, I believe, almost as many people as you want. Yeah. No, th- that, that's one of those trends that's going to be definitely accelerated, uh, you know, due to everything going on right now. I have seen that in a few places. So like Ulele, mm-hmm. uh, kind of by um, like Riverwalk. And, yep. And yep. Oh, yeah. um, we know Tim have, Shackleton. Yep. Yep. Yeah, they have an outside like kind of mini bar too, like in addition. They do. To stuff mm-hmm. Yeah, they do actually. Yeah. yeah. Really cool because you can do the open container out on the walk. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, it's a great place. Yeah. They have a lot of space too. Like yeah. they, they actually have more space than they probably were utilizing pre-COVID because we, we did like a tour and like back out to out back with a brewery where they actually brew. Yeah. And there's they they've got like a significant amount of space. And they, and mm-hmm. so I'm sure they probably I mean and it's a big restaurant, so like they they won't have any problem covering you know, six feet distance. You is one of the bigger restaurants we have yeah. down here, up here, but like. They got the upstairs, downstairs. Yeah, yeah, so. And, and they're, they're very corporate. Everything is very corporate clean. Yeah. So like any, any like rules to the T they're going to follow. So oh yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they'll, they'll be fine. Yeah. Owned by the people who own the Columbia. Yes. Yeah. So, yep. so yeah. So yeah, they the guns marked. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, they're, yeah, they'll, they'll be fine. Um, yeah, yeah, I think you're gonna see that more. Um, as, which is an interesting thing, cause like, okay, so not everybody has a parking lot or a back yeah. patio. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Um, but if you have one, you're gonna win. Even if you have a parking lot, like I can see you, like, cause even okay, so like a place like 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 Big Hands, and Big Hands has been coming up a lot because it's it's close to where I live, mm-hmm. close-ish to where I live. Uh, they're telling me that they're gonna start. Um, Okay, and this is happening in a lot of places that if you were within the city, you can actually put tables on the sidewalk. Yeah. And that extends your your okay. your okay. service space. Yeah. Yeah. And the same thing in Ebor, like uh, with Zydeco um, and all the other bars down in Ebor, they're closing Seventh Avenue. And so um, and so you can have that so it allow you to extend the tables out a little bit further. Seventh that closing Seventh Avenue is not a big deal because when, when I, you know, I was in high school and early college, and I'm sleeping, I was, me and Kevin are the same age, so the same thing. They, 7th Avenue actually they closed it, and so like okay. on Friday nights. So right. you, so basically, so basically, you could just, it was just a walking thoroughfare from bar to bar, yeah. or whatever, or, or stumbling, but yes, yeah. stumbling, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so that they're really, they're returning back to that, so they can actually, so restaurants will have more space to serve people. And not oh, and you can go out a, on the, that's a good on the idea. road now. You can put tables out on the road, even you're saying, Yes, oh, yeah, you, awesome. you totally can, yeah, because you'll have enough space, you know. And because a lot of those places, I mean, I, as I sit and think about it, there aren't most Seventh Avenue bars are actually smallish, yeah, you know, with the exception of a couple of the, of the heavy hitters, like of the like the Gaspar's Grottos, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, stuff like that, which is like a big, you know, is a big time place. Yeah, other than like Gaspers and Coyote Ugly, like the rest are pretty small. 
Yeah, yeah, the rest of them are like small. Yeah, it, it's small enough they're narrow that you have your your space, your little unit there in this building that's probably a hundred and something years old, uh, yeah, and it goes yeah. straight back. And some will have like an upstairs like loft where they'll yeah. utilize that for like yeah. their business office and such. I, I yeah. like the multi-floor ones. You kind of go up to the different floors. Very yeah. common down there. Yeah. And then the yeah. rooftop, the rooftop bar as well. If they're lucky enough to have that, yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, so they're doing that, and the, the big cannon sex that they're uh, they're saying they were going to maybe use the uh, that's uh, Main Street and and Tampa. Yeah, that's a hard spot to see it, it working greatly. <laughs> but you know what? They've been defying the odds, I think, since they showed up. So I'm not going to bet against. They've them. been killing it. And they actually they've got a good they've they've got a good community. They've got people who are really down for them. Um, I think they've done a good job of. If they got the social media mm-hmm. and they make and they make good beer, and that's what it comes down to. Yeah. You make that, good beer. That's number like, one. That's that's the most important. People find you if they make good beer yeah. and they actually, you know. So, but yeah, so th- those things you're gonna see. Um, if you don't have it, it's gonna be to be interesting if you don't have that type of space available to you. <laughs> like yeah. If you did an outdoor bar, are they gonna push the six foot? Like, do chairs have to be literally six feet from each other? I think yes but is it not that way or if it's i i, I don't know i'm asking i i my understanding is you still outdoors gotta, outdoors would be like i feel like it'd be less stringent than indoors would be it is because there you don't have to adhere to the amount of people correct because you have because you're outdoors whereas inside you have it's the 25 percent, but outdoor it's just the six feet right so so if you have like a gigantic like if you've got like tampa stadium you know raymond james and your back patio, yeah, many people is that will allow six feet apart. But indoors, you have to have you know twenty five percent. Right. Something something I've heard for indoor bars is a lot of breweries are saying we're we're going to switch to table service, right? Because we don't want people, we don't want someone to come up to the bar. We have to wipe the bar down every single time. Correct. Yeah, yeah. So rather than have people even come up to the bar, they're I don't know how they're going to do this. Maybe they're just going to put like you know, like cones or, or a rope or something, but there's going to be one section of the bar that's like a line where you, you order or you get table service. Um, so, and, and that's probably still like a temporary thing, right? That's not going to be forever. But yeah, I don't think so. One of the solutions that, that uh, are temporary solutions that I've kind of heard people talk about. I, I can think of really creative ways to utilize this. Um, so like, obviously everyone knows uh, beer pong. Well, yeah. I did work with a colleague years and years ago that was really into like uh, having products uh, over from China that were all based around like frat, like like basically college level people were his target audience. And they actually had outdoor beer pong. And you could literally just take, it was, it was just a bunch of little individual uh, like spikes that go in the ground that have a little oh, metal nice. cup holder. But I feel like if you had those, and you, if you had those and you had about three feet in the air, you could just like have a giant like lawn and just literally make, instead of having tables, you could just have a spike in the ground with a cup holder. There you go. Yeah. And then you could obviously space them out Personally, fairly I, well. I, I sit most of the day when I work, right? So like I like, a lot of times I'll go, when I go out, I want to stand. I don't want to sit. I, yeah. I wouldn't run that at all. Like I, I would actually kind of enjoy that. You know, as long as but, but you, you could even have a, a high uh, a high chair next to it. Okay, yeah. yeah. If you want to. 
Um, I, I think it's to me it's about having umbrellas to, to get the daytime crowd if that's yeah, you need when to. it's gonna make a difference for you. Mm -hmm. yeah, you know, like, yeah. Like let's just say you had a giant yard behind your brewery and, and people can walk through and come into here and you're gonna you're gonna do most of your serving back here. You order here, whatever, okay, we're gonna serve it back there. Go find a table or, or go find an umbrella, basically. Yeah, have a bunch yeah, of umbrellas, yeah. probably with some large breweries logo on them. Right. Uh, and then and then have the spikes in the ground where you got like okay here's a place to hold your glass yeah yeah exactly and if you want exactly. if you want to get walk around walk around we don't carry your outdoors yeah 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 exactly you know i mean it'll be I mean, it'll be interesting in terms of like for places that i don't know okay i think i'm thinking about like say like an eight one bay okay. now, it has a lot of space so they're probably fine but they but also indoor space though parking lot yeah, and they yeah. have a and they have a gigantic parking lot. Right that now, now I, I I don't know they own. I don't think they. Yeah, they, they, they share that though because they're like in a plaza with a lot of other Correct. places. So well, a few other places. There's there, there's space for a lot of places. I, I know because A one Bay is close to where I live. Yeah. Um, not there. Okay, so there is probably at capacity. They could probably the businesses they they, they would probably have capacity for I say like ten businesses there. Okay. They are utilizing, I think, maybe sixty percent of that. Like, uh, like yeah. I think, like I'll say half, but yeah, probably like sixty, yeah. maybe. Yeah, because there's eight one. There's there's a church. There's uh there's a Sally's Beauty Supply. Um, there's like a small little like like the construction has been hurting everyone. So and and, and it's right and it's right up on the Crosstown construction. So it's been killing right. that. It's it's crushing yeah. that area right now. Um, so. So there's not a lot of space yeah. there. I, I don't know what type of deal they have with their with their. I mean, it's not my place to know that, but like, um, they probably could extend tables quite a bit far into that parking lot if they wanted to, right. <laughs> like, and and just just take less parking, you know. Um, Even take like I can tell you a place I could crush it if they wanted to. Yeah, yeah. No. Uh, Tampa Bay Brewing Company. I mean, they've got like the space. They've got grass space. They got a parking lot space. Yeah, they have it's a huge, all theirs. <laughs> yeah, they have a huge amount of space up there. Yeah. The West Chase one. Um, yeah, they can annihilate if they want. But my my guess is they, they they don't see the need to do it yet. And also, part of their business is still distributing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so they've been basically just kind of doing the come buy it and leave type situation. But I I have a feeling that's changing quick and. I'm curious to see how aggressive they're going to be about it. Yeah, yeah, it it'll be interesting to see because they they're they're pretty savvy and they've been around. Obviously, they're they're like you know on, on like Friday nights they could open up both doors, let people walk all the way through the production line right next to the canning station, and go where where they literally do festivals out back. They could yeah. literally do a giant outdoor bar if they wanted to do it out there. Make they could. It'd, be, it'd be they got the space to do it. I think all they gotta deal with is, is just the heat. Yeah, I mean, and I guess a little bit problem is also they gotta deal with that. And what's the political climate? And well, how will people feel about you know? Because say people take advantage of it. And West well, they have the space cover. to be six feet apart. They have enough space already. Oh yeah, they have. They have a ton. They could easily handle the space. Like like if everybody we've mentioned here, they actually have the most space. Because yeah. they have, because they, they run festivals back there, so like yeah. that's where they run badass beer festival. So yeah. like, yeah, they have they have a ton of space. Um, they have a stage. I mean, hell, they can actually have a band out there playing while you're sitting there, you know, under your umbrella. It'd be interesting to see what they what they do. I, we should 
should get Mike on the show and see what <laughs> see what see what they're. Like, that's a good idea. See what the plan is. Yeah. So, well, hey, all right. So, okay. So, that's kind of, okay. So, breweries obviously there there's you know things are opening up back down you know down south and that's good and that's good. Um, that's obviously obviously a positive for for that you know because that's a you know, you guys live in a burgeoning beer you know beer area you know, you know a lot of good a lot of good breweries. Yeah, so like that's the thing. Tampa's so established. Like, there's so many breweries in, in the Tampa area that are going to survive this. You know, um, you know, my, you know, if, if this goes on all summer, you know, th- there's a good chance ABM Bev is going to come in and swoop up a bunch of breweries for pennies on the dollar. You know, or something yeah. like that. I hope not, but I hope not. Right. But I could see no, it. No, I hope not too. But I mean, that's. Uh, but to go sales seem to have been pretty good, and you know. All I've seen reopening are restaurant breweries. Um, so everyone else is, and, and I've seen some host food trucks and to-go sales only. There's a lot that are doing that. Yeah. Um, there's a lot that are just, you know, to-go sales, no food trucks. Um, I, you know, the hours are pretty, a lot of them are open seven days a week. If, you know, if, uh, if not seven, at least five. And the hours are pretty accommodative. Like, you know, they're open till 7, 8 p.m most nights so you can go there after work like 12 to 7 seems to kind of be the, the the most common you know hourly so i mean i don't honestly know how well the to-go sales are going but um you know probably not well enough is my guess yeah, yeah. and i think um, anyone anyone who's anyone's five days a week is probably quickly going to seven because they're yeah. just to, just to stay in business and and i think a lot of the jobs that they would have been having staff do you're going to see ownership or, or whoever Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's the, the, the thing that's kind of speculative at this point is like, okay, well, how well can to go sales do? Some people are doing very, some, some breweries are doing really well to go sales. And like we've talked about this, we talked, I think we talked about this last week. Even if you are killing it into go sales, I have a hard time seeing that will, that it's going to compensate. Yeah. what you were doing. I think it depends how good you are on social media. If you're really good about promoting your brand and getting people excited about something that you're doing. Um, but, but you, I mean, you gotta be planning ahead. You gotta be like almost already brewing it and going through, um, going through fermentation, going, getting ready for carb. You have to yeah. basically be like that, you know, and then sell it as a release. Like you want to be here to get this. Uh, yeah. and then you want to be doing it consistently. Yeah. And then communicating with people about it. Well, and that's, you know, that's probably, why I think the social media side is big. So I, I, I've seen, I'm glad you said that because I've, I've seen kind of like two approaches. And what you just described is kind of like the corporate ladder approach. They have like a mm-hmm. new specially released beer coming out every week or two. And it's relatively limited yep. quantities. So it's totally like, mm-hmm. you know, first come, first serve based off of when the order was yep. placed online. While you're here, you'll buy something else too. Yeah, well, you you know you place the order online and you're like, well, if I'm gonna drive all the way over there, I'm not just gonna buy yeah. one four pack. I gotta get yeah, a four exactly. pack. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, yeah. And they're smart about it. They're like, this is our specialty release. Like they had a bananas Foster sour. I didn't. I didn't there get it. I, I had to order it in the first two minutes it went live. Oh wow. Limited release, but like you could only buy one. You can only buy one crowler of it. That's the only way they were doing it. Right. And they only had like one barrel. And like yeah. it's sold out in, in 30 minutes, yeah. but you know, people are, they, they probably out. had the best hour sales they've had in probably six months. Exactly. Oh yeah, absolutely. And you know, you're not just going to buy one crowler, especially, you know, even for me, corporate ladder is only a 20 minute drive. 
I'm not going to drive there to pick up one crawler. I'm going yeah. to pick up 10. Oh, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the other approach is like the wholesale pricing approach. So three daughters in St. Pete, all six packs are buy one, get one. Right. So, I mean, you got to kind of think about in general, like wholesale to retail is about 50% of, of the cost. So that's essentially what they're doing. They're saying, if you just buy directly from us, you know, we're only going to make a little bit more than what we would make if we sold that six pack through a grocery store. Yeah. Do they can on site, three daughters? On site to go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so, so they're actually distribution brewery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have, yeah. yeah, they have, they have a huge space there. So, you know, yeah. I, for, I think, I think, I think there's fewer of those types of breweries than there are the, the corporate ladder side. Mm -hmm. And I, I think to me, I think if you want to, if you want to follow a pattern, I would say the corporate ladder is probably what's going to work for more breweries. Yeah. The more are set up to, to, to do that. They're not set up to, to, you know, distribute and everything themselves. Yeah. But even like, um, like Darwin in, in downtown Bradenton, mm -hmm. I think there are any crowlers like seven or $8. I mean, if oh, you go to the and buy a pint, it's $6. Right. Mm -hmm. And like when I went, I got a, a 11% Belgian quad, $8. And a there you go. You know, it's, it's the same price as, as the, as a lager. So, I mean, party at Justin's. That was, that was a good night. Um, I mean, <laughs> for a Friday, but, um, but yeah, I mean, that some of them are setting the prices where it's like this it's a pretty good deal so I, i've been stocking up i i've gone to, to big top i think three times i've gone, gone to calusa twice i've gone to corporate ladder probably four times gone to three keys two or three times uh darwin and, and motorworks are a little like harder to get to a little further away so i've only gone to them once but i'll, yeah. I'll probably go back yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I, I, it's, I think what you touched on is interesting. There's still different ways that you can do this. Like, and, and it does fall along the lines of how big a brewery are you? Um, you know, $3 can afford to do a BOGO. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they, make it, they have a canning line. They can themselves. Correct. Yeah. 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 So they can afford that. If you're a smaller, if you're a corporate ladder, if you're a big cannon, if you're even 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 the superstars in the game, like the Hidden Springs and the Arcane, mm -hmm. you got to actually like you got built. You're building on exclusivity. You're making this yeah. one thing that's ultra high quality, and it's, and, and and there's limited amounts of it. You know, right. so um, that's, that's you gotta come and get it. They're not given any price breaks. Like their crowlers are 14, 15, 16, 18 dollars. And Calusa's kind of the same way. They're not giving any price breaks. Like they probably have to just just so they can stay even. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, probably. You know, with Big Top they're doing buy two get one. So that's what I've been doing. Right. I'll get, you know, whatever I was going to get, I'll get uh, three of it, right? Just to get, you know, the, the Of two. course, get one for free. You save 33% yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing and that's the thing where as this goes on also brewers have to kind of figure out the psychology of buying mm -hmm. you know like I, I yeah i i mean i haven't traveled very far um but like i um i went to hidden springs once Hidden springs is about 20 25 minutes ish from from where i where i'm sitting right now mm -hmm. and so yeah i bought like a very expensive crawler from there because yeah. like i'm like if i'm gonna make it all the way here all the way on the other side of downtown yeah I'm gonna buy something. I'm gonna buy something good. I'm gonna make it count. <laughs> you know, like, you know, and so these breweries are banking on that. And they're banking on unless you're a bigger brewery that can that that's breaking on volume. 
you know, which is like I said, that's like Kevin said, that's a small percentage of breweries. Right. Most yeah. of them are like literally like, okay, you know what? We got to get you here for this specialized thing and we got to promote the hell out of it because you're not going to just be in the brewery and like, oh, we have it. It's going to be literally like, I got to see it online and I, and I got to make a decision on, okay, I'm going to leave the house. I'm going to, you know, obviously I'm going to Publix and all that other stuff. No, no, no. Can't do it. Um, sorry. But, um, but yeah, um, I'm going to leave, I'm going to leave the house. I'm going to, you know, do all these things. And, and, and in the rotation, I'm going to actually go to a brewery. Mm-hmm. So I'm, so I'm going to this brewery, then I got to make sure that it, it, it's got to be, and that's really also, I've been buying a lot of beer lately too. Yeah. Yep. And it's because like I'm out here, I want good beer. I want to support the breweries too, yeah. but I'm buying stuff that I would not normally buy because I'm like, I'm like, Hey, I'm out here. And I got, I actually make this count. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I don't know when. Well, I think ingestion, I think is up. I think, or consumption, I guess. I think there's way more consumption, I think, than there, there was maybe even two, three months ago. Yeah, uh, I believe that. And, and so, so, so you have to, you have to have enough supply to account for the, your consumption is higher, yep. but also your, your routes that you're going are so much more restricted and you're making so many fewer trips that yeah. all you can think about is I need sufficient supply. Yeah. Yeah. It, exactly. I don't want to go out every single weekend. I don't, you know, right. not every day. So right. yeah, I, I, I've been stocking up. That's why I easily drop at least a hundred dollars in, in, in the beer. I, I'm getting light in my fridge now and I'm thinking, man, I, I got to stop just going to the grocery store and looking for deals or things that I want. Cause I keep walking past and I admittedly I'm a beer snob. I mean, hell I homebrew and I have a beer podcast, but when I go down the beer aisle, I look for, well, what am I interested in? And I'm like, okay, yeah, I love 90. I just don't want to pay $15 for four pack, you know? All right. So I, I like two hearted, you know, okay. But what else is there? Is there anything that piques my interest? Anything. Or is there a deal I can't say no to? Mm-hmm. And yeah. It, it, it gets hard, you know, to, to find something that, that is exciting. So I think I would almost rather either make a special trip maybe to like, uh, is ABC open? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, just ABC, buy and leave. Yeah. Yeah. ABC, so, 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 yeah, I, I think I'm able to do that. Just maybe like a trip to total wine and just find like, find, or maybe go to Ball Rack. Ball Rack's always got like four packs of things that I want or singles that I want and just say, don't worry about the price find like that's just find like 16 bottles you want yeah and that and for people who are really into beer that's what's happening that's what happened to me i'm literally like you know i whereas okay so like um you know buying this four pack was not not the cheapest and normally i would it, it would give me a little more reason for pause but i'm like literally no i want it it's good um, I, I don't know when i'm really coming back here because probably next time i go out it's just going to be the Publix or walmart and that's it yeah. Um, and so I, I gotta make it count. And so I'm just, I'll buy it. I'll, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll spend the 18, $20. Everything I'm drinking right now is like, Oh, I was saving that for this. Or I was thinking like, Oh, here's my special stock when I want to celebrate something. And I, I find myself, that's where I'm getting into now. So like, I still want to have like something I can have with a, with a frozen pizza, you know? Yeah. Cause I'm still, I'm still eating that way, you know? And, and that's probably not going to really change, you know, until things change you know out there um but so i want something i can have with that and not feel ridiculous and so now i'm at the point where all i have for, for hops is just double ipas and i'm like man i 
I was waiting to have a steak or something with that. You know, I wasn't going to do a frozen pizza. Yeah, it's like drinking wine in a styrofoam cup. <laughs> yes, right, right. right. <laughs> well, wine is still phenomenal, but, but this is just not the right vehicle. Vehicle, it's, yeah. It's DiGiorno night. <laughs> <laughs> right, hey, right. No, I, you know what? If you know what you like in pizza, uh, I feel like you can probably buy a pretty good pizza for five bucks, and then I would tell anyone, Pick out one or two fresh ingredient items and go get one block of really good expensive cheese. Mm-hmm. I like Pecco Romano, but if you like really good hard Parmesan, that will work as well, or Asazio, if that's what you're into. I feel like if you just get one really good cheese and take a frozen pizza and add a little bit to it, put your cheese on, maybe a little scallions or cilantro or whatever, you can make it. Really way more baller <laughs> than with the box shots. <laughs> about your uh, your frozen pizza, you know. So, you exactly. know, yeah, I I think so. Yeah, no, I I would fully agree with all of that. Like, so all right, so so Justin, what what have been some go to styles that you've been partaking of lately throughout throughout our uh, throughout our quarantine quarantine? So, um, we had like a little bit of a cool snap, so I, I was like, hey, I'm gonna take advantage and drink some porters and stouts. There we go. It's not like it was cold, but it was, you know. Cooler. Is hey, AC's on. Yeah, You're indoors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, Hawaiian Lion, the coffee coconut. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, Palooza had this uh, barrel-aged imperial stout called Boom Batter that was, um, like, with chocolate, vanilla, and lactose. So, it was supposed to taste mm. like Oreos, basically. They couldn't okay. say Oreos, yeah. but, but that's yeah. definitely what they were going for. Um, would you would, pair it with Oreos or is it too much? Um, I felt like if I ate an Oreo with it, it would have like, the beer wouldn't have tasted as good. Or the universe would have collapsed or something yeah. like that. <laughs> like if you have too much sweet, like of the, of the actual sugar from the Oreo. So it's like a shortbread cookie, maybe something like that. I took a picture of it with Oreos and I'm like, I got to finish the beer before I eat the Oreos. If I eat the Oreos, it's going to, it's going to. Yeah. Mess sometimes that. Yeah. Sometimes it's like that. Um, but so I was on a little bit of a porter and stout kick uh, recently. I also had the uh, Big Top has their, it's called like the Oka Finoki uh, Imperial Stout. I, yeah, I saw it. They put out a barrel-aged version of it. So I, I picked that up in Crowlers. Um, other than that, I was kind of, I went on like a little bit of a sour streak. I was trying to get stuff that, that my wife would like more. Yeah. Um, I'm getting all Crowlers. Oh, that's right. Other people in the house also drink beer. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, not really beer, just just uh, just sours and ciders and stuff. My wife <laughs> likes sours too. Yeah, so a lot like, of people you know, looking right now. Guys got angry. He says, "Not beer, but sours." What's he talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's still a beer, but um, well, I mean, I don't know. There's a difference between like a a, a Berliner and like a really like heavily fruited, like mm-hmm. almost like milkshake like sour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, but, but, um, corporate ladder had these Imperial, uh, a series of Imperial sours. So I have their zombie, which like they made their own grenadine for, which I mean, like it, it was just, it had such like high viscosity. It was so thick. Like it was like, it was like V8 the way it poured. Like there was yeah. so much fresh fruit in it. I mean, it was good. It, it was definitely good. Um, you know, uh, three keys had, a. uh, they've just been doing different stuff with their house Berliner. Like they did oh, wow. a version, they did a, a Karuba version. Um, so I was doing sours for a while. Um, I've kind of been kicking back to like lagers and pilsners a little bit. There you so, go. Okay. You know, Kolsch's. Like I, I don't mind a lighter beer if it's got that, like if it's got some good flavor to it. If I could find an IPL, I, I might buy a case of it. 
Yeah. yeah. I, I, I want hops. That, that's what I want in my fridge. I just want a giant yeah. supply of hops. Mm -hmm. And that way I can have anything, whether it be something that's actually good to eat or my. I'm going to grab a beer pizza. right quick. Go for it. Yeah. And so that that's, I, I mean, if I think of like my mass consumption, what do I take? Like, what would I have a keg of right now? Yeah. I'd, I'd love to have an IPL. So it's that's like really, really, I, really hop, really hopped out. Like, I, I might even buy hops and dry hop the keg myself. There you go. Yeah, just to have so it. Just like just hop the hop the crap out of it. Find out what kind of hops it was, and just buy that hop, obviously, and just just let it sit there and mm -hmm. just soak in. Dry, yeah, dry hop it. Yep. that's a good idea. I've actually really I don't have a keg creator, and now I'm like I need a keg creator. Like I, uh, yeah, I need, yeah, you do. Just yeah, everyone does. Two corny keg capacity <laughs> is all I need, and I can just get two corny kegs. I I've got uh I can fit four. I've got okay. two taps, but I can fit four. But you have to okay, run picnics so the other two. But I'll tell you, for one person, four kegs is too much. Yeah. Okay, that, that's a lot of beer. But you're, you're uh, I would and then once you tap them, you, you you use them so they're done, and then you put the chilled ones in. Uh, well, well, no, I I've got a, I mean I've got a giant. Uh, I guess I guess I could bring my computer over and show you, but I've got a French door a fridge with a freezer on the bottom. Nice. And so I got about thirty one inches of clearance. I mean I I pulled everything out and put down. Uh, plywood, so I had a nice flat base, reinforced mm -hmm. it a little bit. Um, so I've got about 31 to 32 inches. So I could actually, I could put couplers in. I could put, you know, I could put six doles if I wanted to. Nice. Um, but I've got cornies because I got like five or six of those kegs. Mm -hmm. So if I, two is probably ideal for me, and I would want to go with something that has very hops and then something that's probably. I mean, if I had my druthers, I'd go very high gravity on the other because you could just let it ride for like a year, you know, and not worry about changing it out. Um, but the hop side, you're going to want to probably get done in probably five months or so. Okay. Um, but definitely there's enough space. But now if I want to run two additional kegs inside, I can. In fact, I've got <laughs> I've got one keg. This is the lazy man way to do it. I've got one keg that actually is yeah, it's, it's, it's just half water, half or it's like water with a big load of this, uh, the Starsky. So I got basically sandy, so I can just flush the lines out as soon okay. as I'm done, right there, That's without really question. having to do any work. Um, but I can easily fit two or two additional kegs with picnics, and I've got two picnic taps, so I've done it. But I find I don't have enough people coming over here frequent enough to warrant 20 yeah. gallons of right. beer. That's only yeah. going to last six months. Yeah, yeah, sure. And I'll tell you, but I'll tell you what though, if you do, if you put 10 keg or 10 gallons of beer in your kegerator at home you will find yourself going when you're at the grocery store or you go to the brewery you're going to be highly selective to what you're buying mm -hmm. yeah I, I imagine so yeah you're yeah. like man I, I mean hey i can have this at home that's cool if i have something over whatever it's interesting you know outside of something super interesting you don't want to buy anything right because yeah because like, you already have it yeah like i got eight gallons left shit i, I gotta i gotta <laughs> make this and have yeah. that with it and you're stuff yeah like, like I got to finish this. Yeah. yeah. But, but it's cool though. Like you can just go home. You just, I mean, I work at the bar sometimes in my garage. So that's where the kegerator is too. So I can yeah. just decide, all right, it's, I'm done working. I'm just going to turn the TV on, you know, veg out. And then when, when sports were on, cause I watched yeah. a ton of hockey, that was the best. So two yeah. TVs, kegerator, bar, close the laptop and let's just focus on hockey, you know, that's for awesome. five hours. Or yeah. Whatever. Yeah. That's the thing that's kind of the, the, the real true bummer of all of this. I mean, there are obviously a lot of true bummers, but like, no, no I don't want to make, yeah. but yeah. People want, dying, you know, but I want hockey. <laughs> yeah, people dying, but like, man, I want to see Tom Brady in a Bucks uniform, you know, whatever. So, yeah, but no, it, it does suck that like, 
yeah, sports isn't part of the mix because that because that's I, I you know there there's something Peas and carrots, about baby. yeah what's up peas and carrots it. yeah sports and beers peas and carrots yeah because there's something about like either Saturday a Saturday or Sunday late morning early afternoon oh yeah keg graders right there with full kegs man you're, yeah. you're gonna be drinking beer early. <laughs> Yeah, like some good beer, like if you feel inclined to grill out, grilling out, you know, yes. or even just like cooking, just cooking something inside, whether it's just cooking some wings. I, I, would, I would like bake wings, like on Saturday, Saturday afternoons before USF games or Sundays, mm-hmm. like right around one for the buck for the, the one o'clock kickoffs, like, you know, grab some beer, eat some wings. Ah, it was this is it, it, bliss. Like, I like I really hope we are able to do this this year. And I don't care if it's empty stadiums. I don't either. I just, I just want hockey to start, man. And I want to see some football football too in September. And yeah, I feel yeah. like I'm with you. I'm like, the arena can be empty. I don't care. You know what? Yeah. I'll turn the sound down and just have music going. If I can just watch them play. Yeah. Yeah. Knowing it's real and it counts. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. South Korea baseball started and they put yes. cardboard people in the stands. I, <laughs> I've tried watching it. It's it's just. I mean. I mean. I mean. If I'm up that late, I'm up too late, anyways. Uh, which I am sometimes. But right. I. I <laughs> just. I don't know. I. I get bored really fast. Baseball is hard to watch. I didn't. I didn't try watching. I just thought that the cardboard stands. Yes. The cardboard fans was funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're doing it. A soccer is, is, is a soccer stadium doing it as well. Okay. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you okay. know, there's a UFC fight tonight. Yep. That's that's. I mean. Is, is that, are they gonna have an audience too? I don't think they're gonna have an audience. Not a live audience. But they don't really need it, to tell you the truth. I mean, they, they can just fight. Yeah, if you fight and you got announcers talking over what's happening, and you got the light, like if you can get the sound of them punching each other, you don't need the crowd to cheer because it happened. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I think there's there's a certain level of excitement in having like I, I was a a very much a be in the stadium type of person. I was a writer for a bunch of years. I fan for even longer, and since I stopped being a writer. For sports, uh, you know, I, I really made a point of going to as many sporting events as I could possibly go to. Um, there will definitely be a difference, but sports are sports, and I think UFC specifically because that's more of like kind of like a high-end exclusive crowd. Most mm-hmm. of the people who love UFC are watching it at home anyway, you know, or they're watching it in a bar or whatever, you know. And and I think it's almost kind of like the Super Bowl in that like. Yeah, would you, if someone gave you two tickets to the Super Bowl, yeah, you if you can find a way to get there, you go. But that's not going to keep you from enjoying the Super Bowl. You won't enjoy the Super Bowl any less than you would have enjoyed it anyway. You know, so and I think um, that's my dog. Uh, so yeah, so uh, I think okay, um, and so yeah, so I think that's going to be how it's that's how it's going to be I, I don't know that i'm going to tune in tonight for it um i mean i see it's, it's pay-per-view so i'm not going to but i think the undercards are like maybe espn um so i think you can watch some of it if you wanted to but yeah uh, i'll have to check out dfs to see if DraftKings has anything happening for they probably do but i mean maybe maybe if i if i can get something in there that looks or figure out how the scoring system works maybe i'll do that and then i'll be might be interested in watching it Outside of that, it's it's just a hard sport to watch. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to be two, into it. If I want to see two guys beat each other's brains out. I'll just get really drunk in Ebor. Pay per view. You know, I was thinking like you know for football, they make so much money on the TV contracts. Like, who cares mm-hmm. if 
want the stands. You just got to play the game so you get the TV contract money yes. coming in. For UFC, they're they're losing out on a whole market that's the bars, right? Because there's so many people yes. that go to a bar to see a UFC yeah. fight. And the, and the pay-per-views. I mean, it's getting well, people yeah. to buy the pay-per-view to see it. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So do you think do you think more people that, that's interesting? Do you, so do you think more people will buy pay per view rather than go to the bar, or people who would go to the bar just gonna say, you know, fuck it, I'm not gonna. Oh, well, the, well, the bar has pay, bar has pay per view, and the bar pays a different rate than the, the user does. Yeah. yeah. So like so, so if you see a bar with like direct TV, like if you see a bar and they've got uh like the Sunday ticket, they're paying like ten times what I pay for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I guess you could say right or wrong. The businesses pay way more to have access yeah. to that stuff. Well, so, yeah. So, so the the bar he's talking about, what they'll do sometimes is uh, if they can't advertise it, knowing they're going to get a full house, and then obviously, which is what they want to sell product, then uh, they might charge at the door. Yeah. 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 So in COVID situation, I think I think you'd see bars charge at the door to try to offset whatever the cost is to get that pay per view. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would probably say so because I mean, before I, I think you were starting to see more bars not paying, but like they're they're gonna sell product, like right, you know, so they so they're, and they're gonna sell it late, like they're you like right. you'll be one o'clock in the morning with a pack with a pack bar, which doesn't necessarily unless you're outside right. of eboard, that's not, and they'll keep the kitchen open too just to keep moving, yeah. you know, all exactly. those other things yeah. that they make profit off. Yeah, so you probably see less of that, I would imagine. I mean, it's just all it's, like I said, it's crazy. Who knows what? Who knows what the hell's gonna happen? I don't know, like, oh yeah. I think we could totally have empty stadiums. Um, I mean, I think you're gonna have that until there's the liability come is, is relieved. I think that the the there's the league and the people who own the stadiums don't want to be liable for having people in there who can trace back to getting it to this and then. Yeah. So, so I think until you have a vaccine or something where the government is literally alleviating the liability to the facility, I think you're going to see mostly empty stadiums. But honestly, television is what drives sports. And yeah, so all, we, all you need is the sport to be played and yeah. it, it'll be televised. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're driving you know, a lot. We're, we're in a podcast talking about Korean baseball. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That should tell you everything you know right there. It wouldn't wouldn't even exist. It wouldn't even matter if it wasn't for the fact that we're dealing with this and that actually is being played and being televised. I just just want it selfishly. I just want, you know, I just want the sports on TV. I agree. Like, that's... Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, I I played hockey DFS every day for I don't know how many years straight. Yeah. So not having that... Feels like I feel like I feel like I've retired from a job. Yeah. <laughs> it's what it feels like. Oh man, you know I've I've been doing. I'm starting to do now is I am going back and watching all the games from the 2002 uh, Bucks season, the Super Bowl season. I feel like I, I feel like I would be nostalgic and appreciative and like half smile, but still feel like I'm gri- I'm gripping my hand harder than normal because I'm like, gosh, I want to watch something new. It, it's an interesting. Okay, so I'm I am a game and a half in, right? So um, New Orleans game. Yeah, they lost overtime. I was there. Yeah, and Baltimore, Baltimore. So yeah, which, 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 they win the shutout. So you're gonna yeah. see you're gonna see Derek Brooks run ninety something yards to seal it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't quite got to the end yeah. of the game yet, but um, spoiler. Well, spoiler. Thanks. <laughs> Eighteen years late, but um. Uh, you know, so I, I'm watching. I'm watching it now, just because. Why not? 
why not? Yeah. Yeah. And so it's interesting. Now we'll say about this, this is not become a sports podcast, but like, you know, we used to do a sports podcast, but, but, but one thing that's interesting about watching games and replay and two things that are interesting. One, if you're if you're really into sports, and you really and I'm really into the box. I'm a huge it, matter of fact. It, it's cool to watch these games because it was um. Well, they, they were they were good. They were good. We were good. Yeah. it's a different time. They were relevant. You know, um, oh, yeah. John Lynch could kill people back then, right? Like, yeah. like you know, th- it was exciting to watch receivers go over the middle and see him. And the rules were different too. Yeah, no, exactly. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So that's a okay. So that's a third thing. Okay, so I'll, I'll start with that. One thing that you'll realize watching the 2002 scene, just in the early on, there are three guys that are like ridiculously good, and I don't know got enough credit. John Lynch, mm-hmm. he's gonna kill people, like kill, kill. Yeah. Um, uh, Ronnie Barber, even though he had the really good year the year prior, but still like ridiculously okay. good. And uh, and Simeon Rice. Oh yeah, so, Simeon Rice was unlockable. I, I said if Simeon could play shirtless. He'd average ten sacks a game. Oh yeah, he told him right. <laughs> that was the only thing stopping him was was people grabbing him. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you put just if you could just put like Vaseline on on the jersey, you know, oh, no, he, he would he would just sweat. His natural sweat would be enough to he'd be like a greased pig. Yeah, but, but yeah. if he could just play shirtless and and they couldn't grab him, or they or they had to grab if they had to grab like his arm to to, to hold him. He yeah. would be. He would just go right past them. I mean, he was. He he was. He was built to get around the edge. Like when you think of like what the edge. If I think of edge rusher, how they define the position, I think Simeon Rice instantly comes to mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he actually had a repertoire of moves too. He could actually turn and spin and come inside too. So so he knew how to set guys up. He was he he was a pass rusher. That's what he was. Yeah. Oh yeah. So that's one thing. Um, yeah, the fact that they how how good they were, but their offense was still wonky. It was like, it was like, oh, it, was, yeah. it was getting installed still. It was still Gruden's offense. Yeah. It was like death by a thousand paper cuts. Like, it, was, it was, it was insane. And, and the kicker was good. Grammatica was really good that year, which was key to winning some games. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was automatic. Like he literally. The last good kicker the Bucks had. Yeah. <laughs> Probably so. What, what, Probably. Yeah. That, that or, uh, that or the, the, the guy hit the field goal against the Eagles. Oh, uh, shoot. Matt Bryant. Yeah. Oh, Matt Bryant. Yeah, yeah. No, Matt, Matt Bryant. Bryant. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. I Matt Bryant. Like he was more as a Falcon. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, he was good. The Bucks should have never got rid of him. No, they shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Um, and, then, uh, and then also the, the last thing is the commercials. Um, oh, my goodness. I didn't think about that. Shit, that's really old. Yeah, commercials. No, I gotta think. Fourth quarter in two thousand two, so it wasn't an election year. So you're not getting bombarded with crap about reelecting like W. So what was the commercials in two thousand? The beer commercials, obviously, probably Propecia uh, or, or some uh, kind of Cor- Coors Light. A lot of Coors Light commercials. Um, early on in the season, there's a lot of uh, commercials for for the MLB play- playoffs. Uh, a lot of okay. Yankees commercials. A lot of Jeter. They put they pump Jeter. <laughs> hard back then. You weren't pushing A-Rod back then? No, 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 because this is pre uh, A-Rod. Oh, A-Rod's in Texas, I bet. Yeah, he's, he, yeah, yeah, he's a ranger at this point. So, okay. um, so yeah. Like erectile dysfunction, was there like uh, uh No, I did not right. see. Uh, uh, no, I think this is actually like a skosh before all of that, actually. Okay. Yeah, like I think maybe I think this is like two or three years in advance of like of uh, like Cialis commercials. So, but then like fast food? 
Yeah, ton of fast food, a uh, lot of junk food. Um, what about like 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 home like uh, uh like to protect your security type stuff? Like uh, no, not a lot of that. Not a lot. I, I try to. I can't tell how old that personal security. Oh, you know stuff. what? Uh, you know what commercial they have the um. It was, okay. It's a course like commercial. Remember like they did a commercial with the twins. Yeah. Like, it's it hype. These like blonde tall and twins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That was that campaign was a lot. That was a heavy campaign in 2000. Obviously, that was an effective campaign. We're talking about it 18 years later. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Kudos yeah. to that copywriter, whoever they were. Okay, brilliant. But yeah, brilliant. But um, I don't know. So back, <laughs> so back to beer. Has anyone's beer flavor profile changed? Oh, great. I know I'm, I'm drinking a big one, but this thing has gotten like, I still get the wine taste, but I get kind of like, when red wine, like you're getting to the end of a glass of red wine, like really strong red wine, like like a yeah. Syrah, like, you know, tell you about as strong as it gets. Um, it's just like the, the everything changed. The tannins are coming in. I feel like I'm drinking an Imperial Stout with tannins. That's what I love about those really complex beers. Like you just, you pick up more and more as you, as you go. You know, you said that one was pretty complex. It is. You know, it's, it's uh. I mean, I, I've had more complex in the, where the flavor was like, wow, like there's like a freaking orgy on, on my tongue or something. But this is just more about like the, the, how bold the flavors are. And, and, and yeah. I, it, they're kind of at war, but it's kind of like a co-op petition. So it's, it's like, it's like, yeah, it's like, well, we're, we're, we're kind of working together, but we're still kind of competing with each other. And it's like, are you getting more chocolate note? Are you getting more just straight up tannin note? Yeah. Are you getting more like dark cherry? Um, I almost feel like I want to have like a, a, a glass, like, like a, a cab or a Syrah on the one side, and then maybe just a regular imperial style. See how it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and just kind of taste them and say, what am I getting more of? And so. Yeah, was that like cascaded or something? Was that like. Uh, it's it's uh, the specific, it is oak age. And now here's the thing. I. I mean, I, I've been a Doctor's Head fan for a long time, but I don't know their beers well enough to know if they just have a regular Syracusa Nera or if it only comes oak-aged. But the label specifically says oak-aged Syracusa Nera. Uh, and their interpretation of this is the Russian Imperial Stout with Syrah grape uh, and then aged in oak. So to me, I think that means that they added wine grapes and then they just found an oak barrel and aged it. This is what, but I don't, I don't, I don't get any of the oak at all. I don't get any vanilla note or anything. I just get big fat beer with tannin. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's interesting. Well, what are other people saying about it? Like, oh, that's good. Script. Actually, you know what? I had that up in case that you asked that question. Yeah. yeah. Preparation uh so let's check 3.74 on beer buddy which is so, piped in from uh okay not bad uh I, I think is that the i can't remember where the data comes from now uh let me see if i can their description combining a roasty imperial stout with a jammy syrah wine uh this beer is bold and complex uh, when they say jammy that that makes sense because when they probably go to a secondary it's probably a lot easier to have something that's more of like a pulpish yeah. Uh, than it is to, to put like actual wine in there. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Notes of coffee, dark chocolate, and anise. I, I did not get any star anise out of this, but I wasn't thinking about that. From a blend of roasted malts, melded with flavors of plums, cherries, and stewed fruits from Syrah grape, 
Uh, must in this jet black stout, aged on American oak to add some light, toasty vanilla to the mix. The, the vanilla is not really coming through for me, really at all. And it only has, a, only ha I say only, uh, 154 reviews. Uh, mostly good. For a, yeah. a really specialized beer, beer that's, that's, a, that's a lot, you know. Yeah, and most of these are same bottle, bottle. Like you're not, you're not gonna find this on tap, yeah. I think, unless you unless you go to that brewery or you just some very strange randomness. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Yeah, but the reviews uh, are coming from like California, quick fill up. Florida, and the it's 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 was brewed and bottled in Delaware. So, I mean, you have to you have to pay homage, I think, to how good how good they do it there in, in regards to. I just, I just, I really appreciate the whole bucket attitude i really do i mean it's like like yeah we're good and we got a reputation but you know what i don't care i'm just gonna swing for the fence and i also i think i feel like when they swing for the fence it's like well as long as i can drink it well then shit let's mm -hmm. bottle it you got yeah you got to push forward you know yeah yeah I'm doing the same thing over and over again I, I i appreciate that a lot you know like they're not gonna all be home runs but um if it if it's drinkable right and if it, if if I'm thinking of like like think of an imperial stout, like like what, old Rasputin, or what would be like a home run imperial stout? Oh, Anything Rasputin's a good mind? one. Uh, Rasputin's a good one. Internationally, you know, recognized one. I mean, <laughs> the one I most recently had was the Calusa Boom Batter, which was I don't. But that, that was a that, they added flavor to that. Yeah, so. yeah I don't like lactose yeah. really about it. All right, so 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 we'll say Rasputin's a home run. This is uh, this is a really really deep flyout. Like like it's it's not like an out like oh it's worth nothing but it's, it's kind of like yeah. wow yeah, they was, almost got I, there I can, yeah it, this is almost a home run yeah 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 warning track, track sack fly <laughs> yeah. there you go yeah it it drove a ribby in yeah 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 see there you go doesn't count yeah. as an out for the batter yeah for sure for sure all right so closing out a couple different questions the first one Justin is when things truly open up and i know they're kind of opening up a little bit already where are you going uh i plan to go to three keys really soon because they're kind of open they're like semi-open right? yeah so I, i'd like to go there just i have a you know I have, i'm a mug club member i'd love to use my mug and, and fill it up you know they would love for you to come and use it too yeah they would yeah <laughs> and I'll, I'll get food as well um but you know when things really open up i would like to make a trip somewhere like like to tampa to maybe even orlando like i i want to i want to do like a big thing like i don't want to just go like i want to go to all the places that, that, that are like you know hyper local that i i normally would go to anyways but i also kind of want to like celebrate like i want to like take everybody and like go you know like just I don't know, probably Orlando or Tampa and somewhere there. Yeah. And maybe even go somewhere I've never been yet, but like has kind of been on my bucket list, you know? Um, I got an interesting I idea. Because like you actually, you, you would take 75, right? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Usually, I, unless I'm going to like West Tampa or like Pinellas County, you know, I'm going to take, I'm going to take 75 up. Yeah. Well, I got an interesting idea. I think there's a place that's kind of in between all three of us. Okay. All right. Uh, I think Johnny's gonna know really quick where I'm going here. It's it's gonna be off Kings Avenue. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, Stein and Vine. Great food, great beer place. Yeah, okay. Stein and Vine has very good food. Has very in good in beer. Our area. Yeah. Uh, they they don't brew on site. It, it's a it, they're gonna just resell, but their they source collect, their collections beer. very good and their foods very good. Uh, yeah. That I, would probably be a pretty great spot 
for yeah. three of us to meet up. And it's all it's, it's literally almost equal distance for all three of us. Probably so. Donnie's probably it's closest. Gonna it's Dude, gonna be a lot Johnny's farther for you closest. though. Like Kevin. Um, well, that's all I can think of. That's that's good. That's off seventy five. That probably has food. Yeah, it's not even really off of seventy five, but like you can get to it. I mean, it's not like you would take you basically you would take the um, I think there's a three hundred one exit. Yeah, seventy five, okay. and you you take that and you gotta get to to um, I think it's Bloomingdale Drive. Right. You gotta take that out. Yeah. To pretty much. Almost, yeah, I take the King. So almost like the Valrico area. So pretty far east. And it's in like a strip plaza. Yeah. That's the crazy part. It, it's it like, is. A, and, and, all, and all the sign says over it is bar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all it says. Yeah. But it, it's and, literally. But you, you will see people waiting in line to go in and they're, they're holding a baby. Yeah. 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 No, it, it, it's, it's legit. I, yeah. I drank a McKellar's uh, 2000 IBU beer there. That should tell Whoa. you everything you want to know. <laughs> yeah, Whoa. yeah, yeah. They'll go get. They'll get really good stuff because they because the final case. Okay, so the funny thing with Steinbein is they're um, they're about a a mile or two miles further out from what I think is actually maybe the best liquor store in in our entire area. A place called Winthrop Liquors. Yeah. Um. It's right. It's off of Bloomingdale, and they like they have everything of everything. And it's small. That's crazy. Thing. It's, it's like a small little place, but they have everything, and and they're super knowledgeable about everything. Like so. So if you're so if you're a bourbon person, they have a, a ton of bourbons, and they'll be able to and they'll not be like, oh, hey, we have because a lot of bourbon's hot. So a lot of places have a lot of good bourbons, but they'll be yeah. able to actually tell you about it. And they'll also be able to tell you about good beer and any style you want, anything. Like literally, they will try to upsell you. They're never they're, if you're like, oh, IPA, they're gonna try to sell you the most expensive IPA. Right, right. You know, and they want if you want an Imperial, they're gonna get they're gonna get you. But they know their stuff, flat out. They just know it. <laughs> you know, like like uh, yeah, uh, this guy guy their beer guy's name is Morgan. Morgan at uh, Winthrop Liquors is he's the guy to talk to if you want if you want if you want good beer. If you want, if you want to know about, if you want good beer recommendations, Morgan Winthorpe is the guy. To this talk sounds to. like an evening. It sounds like we would need to hit the liquor store. Uh, we, we would need to be nighttime so that we can put our beer in the car while we're in the, in the while we're in the inside the restaurant and not worry about it. You know, too much heat. Yeah. And then obviously we would have a meal with some beer. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's like I said, they're on the same street. They're literally about about coming like two miles apart, and they're like it's crazy because there are not a lot of critically acclaimed things in East Hillsborough County. Yeah, at all. <laughs> yeah, like, but literally two of the best things, culin culinary wise, in the area are like all on, like on literally on the same street, about two miles apart. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. yeah. It, it's a it's a craft food place that takes beer very seriously. Yeah, yeah. And, and there's not a lot of places that I think that would qualify for that. No, no. Yeah, because you go you go to a craft beer place, you're probably not going to get the best food. And it's not Correct. Breweries, it's just it's just the the fact. You go to a craft food place, they want to sell you wine. Right. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. here it's we've got we've got these things that we're going to do that you probably won't see anywhere else. That we're going to this is what we're serving tonight, and we've got phenomenal. Like they probably have six and seven hundred dollar six till kegs. You know, they got probably expensive stuff there. They they've got bombers that they'll sell and and like for thirty forty dollars. Wow. Yeah. You don't see a $30, $40 bomber at a restaurant very often. No, no. 
No, not in a legit restaurant. Like, uh, not a place that's restaurant first. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I would say Steinbein's more restaurant first. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, highly recommended. We'll have to work it out. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll make it happen. You know? Yeah. So, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm down for that. When, whenever the world opens back, back up uh, and Steinbein's and, you know, allowing us in there, let's, let's do it. That's sounds yeah. great. Well, I guess just, just keep praying for a vaccine because I think that's the only thing that's going to make it happen fast. Yeah, no. it'll be a little while, but I don't know. Maybe Christmas. Maybe Santa will deliver yeah. a vaccine. That'd be really nice. <laughs> That's what I'm looking for. Christmas miracle. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. So this other thing is, all right. So we've been doing these little like beer, like what would you pick challenges or whatever. And so mm -hmm. I'm going to show you a screenshot. Okay. And it's going to pop right up. Awesome. I'm getting better and better. Each week, this is getting yes. easier, and easier. And look how I was here the whole time. You'd have to wait for me to show up. I know. That was great. Like increasing. We're getting so good at this. Oh, man. Video. All right. So. Are you able to zoom in a little bit? Um, yeah, it, it, yeah, that'll work. Yeah, there we go. All right. I'm going to oh, try to okay. get it. What we'll have to do is I'll have to scroll each. That's fine. Yeah. But you can read it now. You can totally see what's happening. Yeah. Okay. So you got to pick four beer styles to drink. And these are your four beer styles for the rest of your life. So you're not picking a row. You're picking any four styles on here. I believe so. Uh, All right. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it that way. All right. So well, Justin, you're the guest, buddy. You got to go first. I will. I will. Um, so four and that's all I can have the rest of my life. Yes. And so okay. let me set this now, up. So we're not telling you how long your life is. We might kill you right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what was the bottom row, Johnny? I'm sorry, just put it down there so we can see that. So yeah. just a just an American style with a sour, a wheat, a, a wait, a wheat wine. What the hell's a wheat wine? Like a barley wine, maybe? No, nah, that looks too light to be. Yeah, the American not. style wheat wine looks definitely not a barley wine. Yeah, so that, it's that. It's it's a wheat wine. So wheat wine, it's what it is, Kevin. It's what it Obviously. is. Obviously, what was I thinking? Oh yeah, because there's, there's a barley a wine up here. Because this yeah. is barley wine. Yeah. So. All right. So. Is, is, is there is there like a blonde barley wine? I'm not familiar with that. No, I've never seen that. Yeah, you know, I'm sure there's I, someone's I working. I don't think it's real. I think somebody's fucking with us. I don't even think it's real. <laughs> <laughs> That's not real style. Yeah, whatever. Put this yeah. out there and let's see what these honkies say about this wheat wine. <laughs> All right, so, okay, so that's row one, row two, three, and four. Oh, All right, so I'm definitely doing the um, amber, the American amber ale. Um, Not the American amber lager. Oh, <laughs> I noticed, too, there's a difference. All right, yeah, American amber lager, obviously. Um, not <laughs> the lager, not the ale, the lager. Oh, the lager? Okay. The lager, yeah, because I need a lager. Um, and then the, the pale ale, the American pale ale. Okay. Um, is that on the third row? It is. Yeah. So they have a pale ale and they have an IPA. I'm probably going to do both. Okay. Um, but if I had to, I'm just making sure what I'm going to have for four. Um, so the amber lager, the pale ale, if I have the ambers, I don't think I need the wheats. Like the, the amber lagers kind of the, enough for me on the lighter side. Um, 
so I think I'm going to go APA, IPA, Amber, and then... So Justin's never going to drink a beer at the beach, ever. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. So, so here's... You drink three IPAs at the beach. I guess you could, yeah. Or the pale, maybe. Are, that's what the, that's pale. what the Amber lager's for. I wish we had some type <laughs> of, like, Pilsner type thing. I would consider that. Um, I think I'm going to go with the... So it's right now it's between the porter and the stout. Okay. Um, and, and I noticed there's a lot of, like, you have an American stout, which I presume to be like our version of like an Irish 4% stout. Uh, yeah. And then you have your Imperial, which is, goes without saying. And then Russian is not mentioned at all, is it? No, no. These are all American styles. Okay, they're all American, American styles. Style, so. Okay. America. Okay, so, so then I'll do the, porter, then I'll do the <laughs> porter four. So Amber, Porter, IPA, APA. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. And it's an Imperial Porter. Yep. Cool. 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 All right. All right, Kevin, you're up. Well, it, it instantly a go-to for me is going to be, I would probably, since they have them right next to each other between the American uh, IPA and just the pale ale, I'm just going to presume to mean that they're both probably dry hop the fuck like crazy. Um, I will probably go with the pale because that's going to, I'm just going to have that as my, my low, my low alcohol beer. I kind of feel like if I was to include the American sour, I would probably always have something that I could go to. That'd be like, Hey, when I'm feeling weird or naughty or whatever, I'll just go have an American sour, you know, and, and if I, if I want to have a beer in the pool, I have a beer I can have finally, but I don't know if I would actually do that or not. Um, Imperial stout. Absolutely. Imperial Porter. Absolutely. So that would leave me with one beer, which is a pale. And so that's why I was thinking possibly the sour. Uh, yeah, fuck it, why not? Sour, both Imperials and a pale ale. So I got I got my food beer, I got my nighttime beers, and I got my pool beer. Okay. All right, I for me. I mean, it's gotta last me at least another 40 years. So. I know, I know, long time. You know, hey, hey man. Um, I, all right. So I think this is actually pretty, this might be pretty easy. I, I, I'm going to do, I'm going to do the IPA for sure. That's going to be like my just easy. Yeah, easy that's easy. your Tuesday night beer. Yeah. 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 It's, that's Tuesday. Um, I, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go with the Imperial Porter because I'm going to want a Porter and I'd be fine with a, just a regular Porter. Order, but I'm gonna. But if this is it for the forever, like I'm gonna need something a little stronger sometimes, and so that's why I have to go with the Imperial Porter. Um, I think my third one. I, I mean, I'm probably gonna be pretty boring. I'm probably gonna do pretty much the same things. I I would probably say the IPA, the Port, the Imperial Porter. Um, I. I would have considered the cream ale if I could like pick it. Like if this is like a Rob Larson grindhouse yeah. honey cream ale. <laughs> There's a wide be like, hey, you know, that, that, that's pretty yeah. good. And in the bread, like how how strong is the bread essence, you know, on the bread? You know, is it like is it like is it gonna punch me in the face and knock me out of the chair or is it like not that bad? 
you know, I, honestly, I, and my other two would be actually, you know, I'd probably go with the brown ale and the amber ale. Uh, so oh. to give myself a little bit of variety, um, so I can so I can hit all colors. And all, there and you all, go. And you know, and different. Keeping it real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know, Rainbow Coalition of beers. So. <laughs> I know um, nothing says coconut. I feel bad for you because I I feel like you got to have a coconut beer. So like, if we could just infuse coconut for Johnny's Imperial Porter, I feel like he he would be like mostly mostly happy with that. Yeah, I, 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 porters are big for coconut. Absolutely. Exactly. I, I'm I'm gonna assume that like in that Imperial Porter, that coconut someone will infuse some coconut at some point in these these years. Or you're trapped on an island and you can just roast your own coconut and just add it. I can just do it myself. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So. All right. Well, well, brewer. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well. Well, Justin, this was this was awesome. Yeah, uh, this was fun. You know, thank you so much for having us. We really do appreciate, you know, for being here. We really appreciate you coming on our show. Um, man, you know, keep thank trucking. You. Thank you for having me. And uh, when you come down to Calusa or Corporate Ladder or anywhere or, down here. Or both. Show, and let's let's make this Diamond Vine happen. When, Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. I, think it's two, I think it's two different trips, but I totally yeah, agree yeah, that yeah, we, the, we need yeah, to make yeah, it happen. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. I, we got to figure out, what was that bar that we that – we, uh, almost closed down that one night when we left oh oh man okay okay so all right so jesse was around for this but like we went we did our show with um good liquid yeah we at the end after the show we went out to the to the kangaroo the kangaroo pub oh, lost kangaroo yep. lost lost kangaroo. <laughs> yeah yeah and we ordered a pizza from next door and we were just yep. i think i think i think i think we had a dogfish head bomber there yeah yeah Yep, yeah. yep. We totally, we pretty much closed that place down, like, because it was like the only thing that was open. Mm -hmm. Um, it was like on you know, Tuesday night, because this is like, a, you know, it's during the week. So, like, yeah, we, yeah, it was. So it was surprisingly busy. <laughs> it was like, like, wow, I guess this is the only hot spot in town. Downtown. Yeah, everybody under the age of like fifty or sixty was like there. Downtown Bradenton is like if Ebor City was a half a block. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that explains it. It's, it's just right there. And there's like three bars and a pizza uh, joint, a pizza joint. And then like a couple like hot dog carts. <laughs> and <then> that's it. <laughs> so, yeah. so basically every, we were hanging out with locals. Like people yeah. must, they, they all like lived probably like within a block of there. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 That was, that was a, that was a good time. That was a good, that was like a good whole, like everything about it was actually pretty good. Cause we were there. I remember someone gave me, I think I talked to the manager of, of the pub at some point because I have a card. <laughs> like, there you go. Like one day I was just looking through my cards. I was like, oh, the lost kangaroo. <laughs> well, you remember the name. I, I, I couldn't even tell you what the name was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. That's, that's the place. It's a little smoky. That's the only thing. So how's that, how far is that from you, Justin? Um, so uh, I live on – so that's right off State Road 64. I'm off State Road 64 east of the interstate. So, I mean, like, it's about 15 minutes. Oh, okay. Right? Oh, okay. It's not that okay. far, maybe 20 minutes, depending. It, it, it's usually, like, 20 minutes there, 15 minutes back. For whatever reason, it's always quicker to get back home. Than to get See, back. I, I had no idea Bradenton was so spread out, but I guess that makes sense. Manatee's not a small county. So. No, Manatee's huge. I technically don't live in, in Bradenton. I live in what's technically Parish. Because uh, I'm oh, okay. further east. Okay. But, um, but, I mean, like, I would, get, I would get on State Road 64, and I, I would be there pretty quick. Oh, okay. Okay. So we'll meet you at the at the kangaroo pub with the lost kangaroo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's the end of the night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here's yeah. how you do downtown Bradenton. You start at O'Bricks. O'Bricks is the like the classier place. And ah. then 
when you're done with Obrix, then you go to Lost Kangaroo. Not, okay. That's okay. The, that's the way to do it, downtown Brandon. Because obviously, when I think of Bradenton downtown, I think of classy. <laughs> that's the way that I want to do it. I mean, look, Ricks is where they have the UFC fight on, and it's it's uh, you know messy mortar exposed brick on the inside. It's very hence well, the name. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah. It'll probably kick in there tonight. Oh, uh, well, maybe not tonight, but, in, in, you know, in a month or so, hopefully. In normal times, yeah, yeah. This summer, you know, so for sure. Okay, well, well, Justin, okay, so absolutely, it was uh, great, great having you on, and we will we'll definitely come. Glasses are empty. Glasses are empty, almost empty. <laughs> um, mics are off. This is Craft Beer Ballers. <laughs>